Coming up on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline, shocking scenes from Morocco. A devastating earthquake takes thousands of lives. We go on the ground and show you how Operation Blessing is bringing hope to the disaster zone. Plus, drive through 3,000 years of Jewish history on Israel's biblical highway. At En Gedi, questions and secrets, ancient swords unearthed deep in the Judean desert suggest an amazing story. All this and more on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Julie Stahl. A showdown is brewing between Prime Minister Netanyahu's government and Israel's Supreme Court. Today, the court began hearing arguments to strike down a law that curbs its own power. The judicial amendment passed in July limits the court's ability to overrule government decisions it deems to be unreasonable. The legislation is part of Netanyahu's controversial judicial reform plans, which seeks to weaken the court and give more control to his ruling coalition. The case is considered one of the most significant in Israeli history because it tests the power limits of the executive and judicial branches. Meanwhile, government and opposition leaders say they are still working on a compromise over the issue. The justices could take until January to make a final decision. Turning now to the U.S., the Biden administration has signed a waiver allowing the release of $6 billion in frozen Iranian assets. The move is seen as a critical step for a prisoner swap deal between Iran and the United States. Washington is seeking the release of five Americans from Iranian custody. The State Department stressed that the funds won't go directly to Iran and can only be used for humanitarian efforts. Critics say Tehran will use the funds for its nuclear program. Central Morocco's 6.8 magnitude earthquake last Friday was unusual for that part of the country, which made it particularly dangerous. While it damaged the city of Marrakesh, it devastated rural mountain villages. Now search and rescue teams are racing to find survivors. Dale Hurd has the story. Soldiers and international aid teams continue to search remote mountain towns hit hardest by the deadly quake that also injured thousands and has displaced an estimated 300,000 people. This was the moment the shaking began as residents began to realize what was happening. Rebecca Tremblay was visiting from Los Angeles. That's when I realized, I'm like, oh, oh, something's going wrong. And all the walls literally felt like Play-Doh and the floor just felt as if it was melting underneath my knees. I thought, I'm gonna die. The epicenter was high in the Atlas Mountains, just south of Marrakesh. The worst destruction was in rural communities on unpaved roads that snake up the mountainous terrain now blocked by fallen rocks. In a region where bricks are often made from mud, Friday's earthquake easily toppled buildings, trapping people inside and sending others fleeing in terror. Rescuers trying to dig through the rubble to find any possible survivors pulled this person out, injured but alive. In the village of Tarodont, residents comforted each other. This man says two of his daughters died when the ceiling collapsed on them as they slept. Another man lost his wife, daughter, parents and sister-in-law. Thousands lined up to donate blood. We saw on the news that they need donation for blood. And I'd even think twice. Families spent another night sleeping outside, too afraid to return to their damaged homes after as many as 17 aftershocks. Many still waiting for food, water, and electricity. The Biden administration has reached out to the Moroccan government to help provide immediate assistance. 
We're working expeditiously to ensure American citizens in Morocco are safe, standing ready to provide any necessary assistance to the Moroccan people as well. CBN's Operation Blessing is on the ground working with a local pastor to help victims in rural areas. Today, they're working to deliver tents to villages as well as solar lamps for people living outside after the quake. Dale Hurd, CBN News. CBN's Operation Blessing has mobilized quickly to help with basic needs for earthquake survivors. Our bureau chief, Chris Mitchell, is on the ground with the team and brings us this report. Within hours of the earthquake, Operation Blessing's Diego Traverso and his team were on the ground, distributing blankets, food and bread to those left devastated by the earthquake. Destruction is visible. You see that towns, small towns are completely down, you know, like uh, 200 houses, totally down. A couple mosques only stand up. Traverso and his Operation Blessing team are back here in Marrakesh, getting more supplies to take to the villages in the mountains devastated by the earthquake. Right now we are doing an assessment. We're trying to visit as many villages as we can to see how we can help long and midterm. Uh, right now we're buying some purchases. We're working with the local church. Traverso says the disaster is an opportunity to share the love of God. We want to be the light. We want to be the hands of mercy of Jesus in this place. Uh, we need favor with the locals. We need more context and we need access too to get farther on the villages. There is uh, a lot of needs. We need a lot of favor. We need miracles happening, which is exciting because we know that God is in action. It's a move and we want to be part of it. Chris Mitchell, CBN News, on the ground in Marrakesh, Morocco, with Operation Blessing. Coming up, a modern highway through Israel's biblical heartland. We take a journey on the way of the patriarchs. I often marvel when Pat tells the stories of the early beginnings. I think, I don't think I would have had the chutzpah to do some of those things that he did. When you're walking by faith, it, it isn't necessarily easy. Watch the CBN story, now available on the CBN Family app. We were right on the cutting edge of things that nobody had seen before. And I know a lot of people thought we were crazy. The CBN story recalls the celebrated history of the Christian Broadcasting Network from its humble beginnings. It was quite a scene. And we walked into this television station. In the control room, there was glass all over the floor. To the renowned ministry that continues to bring the gospel to every nation. When people can hear the gospel on television in their own language, they respond to that. A special presentation in celebration of Pat Robertson's life and legacy. The CBN Story. Watch now on the CBN Family app. Download the CBN News app 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. Orphan's Promise is committed to loving and serving at-risk children, to helping keep families together, and to creating opportunities for strong and sustainable communities around the world. We're working in over 60 countries, and with your help, we can do even more. We are out to change the world, one child, one family, one community at a time. Will you join us?
Judea and Samaria are Israel's biblical heartland, but most of the world calls it the West Bank. Now a key highway through this historic but dangerous part of the country is the subject of a new film. CBN News senior correspondent Gary Lane spoke with former U.S. Ambassador to Israel David Friedman about this journey through Israel's biblical heritage. Judea and Samaria are Israel's biblical heartland, but most of the world calls it the West Bank. Now a key highway through this historic but dangerous part of the country is the new subject of a new film. As Chris Mitchell reports, it's a journey that explores the rich biblical heritage of the road that's known as the Way of the Patriarchs. In the film Route 60, The Biblical Highway, former U.S. Ambassador to Israel David Friedman and former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo trace this highway that bisects the land of Israel. The 146-mile road connects modern and ancient Israel, from Nazareth, where Jesus grew up, to Beersheba, where Abraham lived, and now it's home to one of Israel's high-tech centers. This is a place where you really can think about the continuum of life. The documentary explores the rich 4,000-year-old biblical history along this highway that holds both historical and spiritual significance to Bible believers around the world. We know him as Jesus of Nazareth, right? This is where he began much of his work, much of his life. It also has been the scene of unrest, violence, and under scrutiny of world powers. Friedman and Pompeo bring a unique perspective to the movie, combining their Jewish and Christian faiths along with their experiences that directly affected this land as members of the Trump administration. David Friedman, the former U.S. ambassador to Israel, joins us for more on this fascinating film. Ambassador Friedman, Route 60 goes right through what the world calls the West Bank, but it's really biblical Judea and Samaria. Explain to us how the Jewish faith is so connected to the land of Israel. Well, Gary, good to be with you. Uh, the Jewish faith is, uh, is part and parcel, really, of the land of Israel. I mean, the covenants that were made by God to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, um, and the prophets. I mean, these covenants all really tie to the land. It's God's promise, not just that the Jewish people will flourish and become a great nation, but they'll become a great nation specifically in this part of the world, in this territory. And, you know, for thousands of years, that was a covenant that, you know, was, was prayed for, but, but unrealized. And then, you know, as, as you know, uh, beginning in 1948, the Jewish people uh, you know, they created a, the state of Israel and uh, reclaimed uh, the territory that had been promised by God. Of course, Jews have been living there for thousands of years, but uh, normally, uh, as, as guests of another nation, normally a, uh, usually a hostile nation. Here in 1948, the, the Jewish people returned to their land and, and gained sovereignty over it. But, um, and this is what the point of the movie is, the, the real biblical heartland of Israel, the real biblical... Uh, territory that we all know and, and we read about as kids and the stories that we know and that we continue to study, that biblical heartland is still an area which, in, in an area where people don't go to visit very often, whereas most of the world thinks that Jews have no right to be there. Uh, they refer to it, as you say, uh, as, as the West Bank, some uh, nondescript strip of land that people, you know, think about a bunch of people just fighting over as a real estate dispute, and no one realizes just how incredibly important and, and sacred and, and spiritual uh, and, and deeply connected this territory is, this land is to the Jewish faith and the Christian faith. And what Mike Pompeo and I do is we go from place to place, from places like, you know, Shiloh, Bethel, Jerusalem, 
uh, Bethlehem, the, the tomb of Rachel, Hebron, these places that are really neglected, you know, uh, because of the political disputes, and we bring them, bring, bring them to a wider audience. And, and the goal really is to, uh, is to help people, you know, understand that biblical Israel is, is something we, we, we need to care about. Uh, we need to fight for it. We need to make sure that these holy sites are always accessible to people of the Jewish faith and the Christian faith. And, uh, and, and you know, these are where the values uh, that made America great, that made Israel a great nation, these are where the values were born. And, and we can't lose sight of them and we can't grow untethered from them. We have to remain connected. And the only way to really be connected is to be connected to the land. It's, it's that important. Well, you're the son of a rabbi an observant Jew. Tell us what it meant to you. How did it feel to be walking in the footsteps of the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? It's incredibly uh, uh, powerful. You know, uh, look, I've, I've studied the Bible my whole life. I grew up in a home where we study the Bible. And I recommend that people study the Bible and that they read the Bible. Um, but there's nothing like living the Bible. There's nothing like being there. The, the opportunity to, uh, to, to, to walk the same path that um, that our forefathers uh, walked to to be in the same places where so many of the great biblical episodes that really have shaped our lives and shaped our values where where they took place. Uh, there's nothing like it. I mean, even if you go there once, even if you just watch it on watch our film, you know, it it, it is a deeply empowering uh, empowering uh, experience. And and I, I think it's it was true for. Mike as well. I think, you know, uh, people of the Christian faith to, to walk the road that um, where it's, it's 100 percent, 100 percent probability that Jesus walked this road on his pilgrimage to the temple or where Jesus stood, you know, at the Garden of Gethsemane. I mean, these are places that um, uh, I'm, I'm not of the Christian faith, but, you know, I, I, I am faithful and I understand how um, important it is to be in these places. Well, it's part of the Judeo-Christian heritage. And what impact do you hope this film will have on the worldwide discussion about Judea and Samaria? Well, I just hope people stop talking about this as the West Bank, as if it's some nondescript territory that, um, you know, can sort of be, you know, uh, broken up or split up or handed over to to enemies of uh, of the Jewish people or to, or to or to people who have demonstrably failed to preserve uh, these places uh, for the Jewish and Christian faiths. Uh, I want people just to care about this. I mean, this is not a political film. We don't uh, offer solutions to any of the political disputes. But what we do is we make sure people understand just how biblically significant and historically significant these places are. And, and, and if people watch this film and they walk away caring about it, being inspired by it, and caring about this part of the world, caring enough about it that they, they want their children and their grandchildren and their progeny to always be able to access it and to, and to gain from it and to, be, uh, and, to, and to strengthen their faith. If people care, that, that's our goal. And tragically, there's been a rise in terror attacks along Route 60. So what can Israel do to prevent this kind of terror attacks? Well, you know, Israel has to, um, uh, I think, make clear that, that this, is, this is the land of the Bible. This is land that was given to the Jewish people by God. This is land that is extraordinarily important to people of all faiths, that, Jude, that, that the state of Israel takes seriously its responsibility to protect all of this territory for all faiths. 
and um, and it and it has to you know do even more. It's not, I'm not saying it's not doing all it can. It has to do more to to keep this area safe and secure for worshipers of all faiths. And 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 I know that uh, unfortunately, regrettably, there have been there have been so many attacks on this road just in the last few months. Um, it, it, it has to be brought to an end. It's, it's, it's critical, not just for those who live there, but for the people all around the world who derive so much faith and inspiration you know, from this very small but very important part of the world. Okay, the TBN production Route 60, the biblical highway, will be a nationwide Fathom event in theaters September 18th and 19th. To find out how to get tickets, go to cbnnews.com. Ambassador David Friedman, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Appreciate it. Still ahead, ancient Roman swords found deep in the Judean desert. The amazing story they're telling archaeologists when we come back. Attacks on Jewish lives, communities, and synagogues. The Jewish nation has survived war. I was so scared. Terrorism. And saw my husband covered in blood. And waves of anti-Semitism. It's a message of killing Jews. Now is the time to defend Israel's basic right to exist. And you can do that through CBN Israel. When you send a gift to the Jewish people through CBN Israel, you are giving humanitarian aid to Israelis in need. And at the same time, you are providing news coverage and documentaries that reveal what is really happening in Jerusalem and the Middle East. Attacks against Israel are ongoing. The need is urgent, and you can help. Call 1-800-813-8734. Go to cbn.com slash standwithisrael or text CBN Israel to 41444. I am region's first ROTC graduate student. It's Superbook Summer of Faith. Three stories of God's miraculous protection for those who hear His voice and believe what He says. You'll receive this end-of-summer bonus with Academy Express. Jesus Feeds the Hungry. Join the CBN Animation Club and get Academy Express. Jesus Feeds the Hungry. Plus two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. And as part of our Summer of Faith bonus, receive three Superbook episodes demonstrating God's awesome power. Israeli archaeologists have found a weapons cache from almost 2,000 years ago, about 50 years after the Second Temple was destroyed. Take a look. Wow. <laughs> Labeled a sensational find, archaeologists discovered four 1,900-year-old swords and a pilum, Roman javelin, in an En Gedi cave overlooking the Dead Sea. They are very preserved, extremely uh, beautifully. So we research all the assemblage of weaponry. And for now, in this uh, particular time of uh, research, we assume probably that they were connected to some war or a rebellion that took place in the land of Israel during the second century CE. 
Archaeologist Dr. Eitan Klein of the Antiquities Theft Prevention Unit explains the reasons for the discovery's location. So what we assume is that the swords were taken as booty from the battlefield or stolen from Roman army unit and were hidden in this small cave in order to be reused in future battles against the Romans. Klein also talked about what the weapons told him and the other archaeologists. This is very exciting for me. It's once in a lifetime to find this kind of artifacts. It's a story that I can tell through the swords, through the findings. And the story is about war that took place here uh, between Jews and Romans. This is the uh, unique find in the land of Israel itself. We know of swords that were found in this region, but never for and never in such a great condition. Still in their wooden scabbards and with the uh, leather that's surrounding them, with ropes that were used by the soldiers. Dr. Asaf Geyer, an expert in Land of Israel studies at Ariel University, discovered the stash while on another mission. We went down to the cave near En Gedi in the Judean desert to re-image an ancient Hebrew inscription inscribed on the cave wall. They dated the inscription to about the 7th century BC to the time of the kingdoms of Israel and Judea. And while we were taking images of the inscription, in one of the niches at the back of the cave, I was able to reach down my hand and get a head of a Roman spear. An excellent condition, almost without corrosion, almost, I would say, brand new. They returned to the scene with another archaeology team and discovered the second niche with the four Roman swords. And while they learned much from the weapons, Geyer says the cave itself has a story to tell. We have a cave that is used for centuries, and each generation uses it for different cause. During the last six years, the Israel Antiquities Authority and other government ministries have investigated hundreds of caves, carrying out 24 excavations to save archaeological remains from potential looters. Up next, a stunning memorial pays tribute to the lives lost on 9-11. Thank you for watching Jerusalem Dayline. We're committed to providing you with unbiased reporting from the Holy Land. Through weekly broadcasts, podcasts, and online media, our vision is to reach millions around the globe with the true story of what's happening in Israel and the Middle East, all from a biblical and prophetic perspective. This is a big vision and is only made possible by the generous support of people like you. Call us toll-free at 1-800-700-7000 or go to cbn.com slash Jerusalem Dateline and make a donation that will help spread the light of truth about Israel throughout the world. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from all of the nations and given us His Torah. Audiences are raving about oracles of God. I believe this is an extraordinarily well-researched movie that indeed speaks about the integrity of God's Word. It's a real faith builder. It encouraged me to, to realize God's hand in preserving His Word throughout history. If God is not faithful to His Word, He is not faithful. But this shows that He is. What is it? I don't know. I thought you could tell me whether or not they're genuine. I would describe this movie as 
inspiring, captivating, excitement. It mattered to them to get it right. Everybody should watch this movie. Oracles of God, the story of the Old Testament. Available now for a gift of any dollar amount. Come home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. You'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern Gospel favorites like the Gaithers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern Gospel. Now available at CBNRadio.com. Introducing a brand new way to start your morning. Get your daily quick start from CBN News. A quick read on the important news of the day delivered right to your inbox. Stay current on breaking news, politics, and entertainment. Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. Plus, get exclusive stories and daily scripture encouragement just for you. Stay informed. Go to quickstart.news and subscribe today. This week marks the 22nd anniversary of the September 11 attacks, one of the darkest days in American history. The terror attacks killed nearly 3,000 people and traumatized the nation. Here in Jerusalem, Israel has a special memorial to honor the victims of 9-11. Hi, I'm Julie Stahl for CBN News, and we're here today at the 9-11 memorial in Jerusalem called the Living Memorial. We want to tell you about the memorial here. It's very unique. First part of it is shaped like a flag. You can see um, it's quite tall. It's kind of crumpled at the bottom to symbolize the, the towers, the twin towers falling. It morphs into a flame at the top. Now it also has a very special, a piece of the actual World Trade Twin Towers that uh, was shipped here by New York as a symbol of the close connection between New York and Jerusalem. Another thing that makes this site very unique is that it's probably one of the only, or if not the only, memorial outside the United States where the name of every single victim is written here in English. You can read it, it's big enough to read, and uh, every victim is honored. And among those victims are people that were in New York, but their countries don't have relations with Israel or diplomatic relations with Israel, and Israel still honored them as victims of this terror attack in this memorial. Another thing that's uh, it's in the Arazim Valley, it's a little ways outside the city, and it overlooks the main Jerusalem Tel Aviv Highway. We want to just bless you today. We want to pray for comfort for anyone who was wounded in the attack, lost relatives and friends in the attack, and other attacks along the way. And we just uh, ask for comfort from the God of all comfort. That's all for this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can follow us on social media and you can access CBN content through our CBN apps and email blasts. Before we go, I just want to remind you to pray for the victims of Morocco's devastating earthquake. Pray for those who may still be trapped, for miraculous um, recovery of them, for healing in body, soul, and spirit for those who have gone through this terrible tragedy 
for provision for those who've lost everything and pray for the rescuers who've gone there to help for wisdom, for strength, for, for emotional strength to go through this and protection. And remember, the God who's watching over Israel and you and me neither slumbers nor sleeps. I'm Julie Stahl. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.